Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blackshirt Breakdown. My name is Steve Morick. I'm a staff writer inside Nebraska, and he is Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Nebraska Blackshirt. Uh, Jay, we got we got two two class of 2023 editions to talk about, and they come from the same high school, Arlington Martin High School in Texas. A couple of Bob Wagers, uh, Bob Wagers, former uh, players um, at Arlington Martin when he was a head coach there uh, for the past 17 years, but now he is. Currently, Matt Rule's tight ends coach um, at Nebraska, and, and uh, um, he got uh, two good ones, I think. Um, so, Jay, first of all, um, uh, let's let's name off these guys: Ismail Smith Flores, a six foot six, two hundred ten pound wide receiver, tight end, kind of in the middle there, um, and then Jeremiah Charles, a six foot two, one hundred seventy pound straight up receiver. We know he's probably right. gonna be, probably <laughs> going to start his career at receiver for sure. Yeah. Um so when you when you saw Ismail uh Smith Flores, uh, Iowa Legacy, it was a really good pickup right. uh, uh recruiting battle with the Hawkeyes and also Rutgers. Um and also the addition of Jeremiah Charles, what what was your reaction right away? Well, first the you, you know uh when you when you flip a Iowa Legacy, you know that's a big get in yep. um you know, especially because his dad's in the Hall of Fame. I think his mom was a pretty good athlete as well. And so that that's a that's like a, a recruit and a half where you're obviously taking one from Iowa and gaining a, a really good athlete with a lot of potential, you know, to Nebraska. And, you know, being 6'6", 210, you know, he'll probably get her up around 220, you know, getting away program and eating and stuff like that by the time fall comes around. Um, he, po- he poses matchup problems because you see that you, you just can't, you can't, you know, coach or diagnose six foot six and he's a legit six foot six. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so that's an advantage point to where you could see him be a specialty package or cause some problems right away. Um, and then, you know, his teammate is is a I think probably a little bit more of a, of a project, you know, only been playing football for one year, yep. a little bit of a long strider. But you see the potential there. You see the ability to high point the ball. Um, you know, the one thing about both of them, I will say this, both of them are tall and long. But once they get going, it's what Matt Rule has always obviously had big receivers and, and that can stretch the field and can take a, you know, eight yard route to 20 yards real quick. So once they get their uh, their motor going, they go from their their rate, they go from third gear to fifth gear pretty quick. And so, um, you know, I think it's just fit right along the line of what these guys have been doing. Um, both guys have potential and then you can see that they fit parts of their offensive scheme and you can see these are Matt Rule Satterfield type of players consider what type of offense they've uh, had in the past. Speaking of Marcus, Marcus Satterfield, uh, Ishmael Smith-Flores gave uh, our colleague at Inside Nebraska, Greg Smith, a pretty good interview and he spoke about what um, the discussions were like between him and the OC Marcus Satterfield. And I have a quote here I thought was really interesting and this is from Smith-Flores himself. He said, they are looking at me more like a flex tight end someone that can move all around the field, get in the backfield a little bit, spread out to be an outside receiver and get my hand in the dirt, basically do pretty much a little bit of everything. The OC, he likes playing a lot of 12 and 13 personnel, so he definitely likes his tight ends. Um, Jay, when you when you hear that quote, uh, the 12 uh, and 13 personnel, two tight ends out there, three tight ends out there, uh, what goes through your head? Well, I mean, it's the modern day type of offense. If you look at the NFL, most explosive uh, teams have, you know, for sure one tight end. But if they can't have two, you're looking at you're going to be able to really, really make some big explosive plays. And I and I and I think most teams can, especially in college football, can be really explosive in the middle middle of the field or you know in between the numbers or the hashes. And so when you're playing 12, 13 personnel, you can go back to look at the the breakout game of South Carolina's offense uh, against Tennessee. You saw a lot of 12 personnel. 
Uh, I talked about number 44 in South Carolina, who was kind of a do-it-all type of guy, like just like uh, he described, and that's what maybe he need, he's going to do. And, you know, to be honest with you, uh, as we get into his highlights, it's exactly what he kind of did in high school. So you're, you're making the transition easier for him to be an effective player potentially earlier in his career. And, um, you know, and I'm pretty sure they're talking to him about maybe it's these are the things that he can handle, right, where he can do multitude of things. He's coming from a good lineage of a football uh, and family background. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out for uh, not only him, but all the recruits. And let's get right into those highlights. We're uh, first going to we're going to do both Smith Flores and Charles. But let's start off with Ishmael here. Um, just again, you can't really ignore this. It's the, the frame that he's working right. with. And, you know, he can move a little bit. He's extremely um, athletic. Uh, I, I just think that this is a really good get just a big athlete on the field. Yeah, I mean, look, you have a coach that knows these guys inside and out and know them, you know, probably more, uh, you know, what they're made of than obviously Coach Rule because he's coaching for quite some time. But you see a big six foot six guy right here. His route is pretty crisp. You like it to catch it. And, and this is what you're what I'm talking about here. The the when a when a defensive back or, or safety bounces off of him and then has the speed when you think about when he catches it, bounces off of him. Mm -hmm. And when you go from the 35 to the 50 you start to see the separation that that even a little defensive back cornerback actually loses ground on him. So that's where I'm talking about as he, he as he starts going, he goes from third gear and he spit he, and, he, and he, you know, goes right past fourth and, he, and he's out of there. I like it that he's a hand catcher, high pointed right there. Yes. Not afraid of contact. Uh, he's got a big old frame, but he has a huge catch radius. Right. And I like it that he was able to high point it while being an athlete and being in the air. And then, then the rest is history. I like it to run after the catch. I like the route that he was running. I like that he was inside the the uh, defensive back. So then, therefore, he's knowing how to use his body as a, as a quote unquote basketball player uh, playing football. So this is a this is what gets a coach like you know Matt Rule and Satterfield really excited. And then and this play right here, uh, you see him in the slot right here. Um, just a little bit of a skinny corner in there, but the best thing I like right here is the ability to keep get not only get one foot in, but, but but two feet in. So that lets you know that obviously the continuity between him and the quarterback is good, but he has the athletic ability and the technique to make a hard catch right here. Obviously, the quarterback is not as probably good as you, you're going to see at a power five, but it's put right there with his catch radius, right? Two feet in there, mm -hmm. uh, catches it with his hands in traffic, not an easy catch. And these catches aren't hard or these catches aren't easy excuse me for when you're six foot six because you don't have as much space as like a smaller receiver and it, it fit right there where only he can catch it but he has to catch it and keep his long big body in bounds yeah. and uh you know so this is the best thing you know that i like about it he catches it with his hands catches it right there with the right catching technique and then he, he obviously is good enough and, and has a wherewithal to keep his uh both feet in you call that the toe drag swag so this is these are the plays that Again, gets offensive coordinators, uh, position coaches really excited. And obviously with a coach that coached him in high school coming up here to coach tight ends, um, you know, you'd like to think the, uh, the you know, the learning curve is a little bit less because he knows them a little bit more than everybody else. And at South Carolina, we saw uh, Marcus Satterfield use athletic big tight ends in a multitude of ways, and that included handoffs and and right. sweeps. And that's exactly what Smith Flores shows here. He's, he's going to start outside of the frame, but he's going to come in yeah, this is a, I mean, again, this is the more you can do that. Obviously when you, you know, as an offensive coach, you want to get the ball to your best players and look, he's a big old six foot six guy right here where he's able to, you know, hit the sideline. Like I always say that, you know, the <laughs> explosive plays come up the sideline. I like the physical run yeah. uh, twice, you know, where he's able to, 
uh, with a big stiff arm, and then obviously finish off the uh, the run by not you know running over two guys. And I like it his ability to you know read set up his block, but then also read it. And then once he knows that he's got to get some extra yards and making a play, right? He knows he's going to use his his will and his power and be physical, stiff arm this little defensive back that might you know if he was on the NFL he might end up on uh, you know angry runs or something like that. But then he gets you know ten yards after contact, and now he's got two guys. He's not running out of bounds. Yep. And so that's what you like, the physicalness. But it starts with the ability to do a multitude of things, uh, you know, on the football field. And that's actually a 15 yards after contact. So that's a big explosive run there by a six foot six guy on a double reverse that you normally don't see. So letting you know what type of athletic ability that he potentially could have at the next level. Yeah, absolutely. And then this this last one here, I, I just really, really enjoyed the tracking the ball, staying calm under just falling to the ground you got a guy all over you um but just taking his time and, and watching that ball fall into his hands again like you like you always mention every single time we do one of these receiver guys um a hand catcher that's, yeah. I mean, that's something that stick with stuck with me and it stuck with him here, here too reason why uh this is so important especially at a young you know obviously age and you you'd want to be able to you know evaluate and scout these guys is because these are these are the type of catches that he's gonna have to make day in and day out at practice but then when you practice it that's what you're going to have to make in front of 90,000 people or, you know, whatever you're playing on the road and you have to be able to concentrate. So I like it that it's a 50, 50 ball. I really like that. He used his frame, right? So, you know, when you're six foot six, use it. He's got the inside technique. I like it that he's tracking the ball. So for, for people out there tracking the ball is no different than a center fielder or right fielder or left fielder in, in baseball, uh, the, the ability to track the ball off the bat. So now you're tracking the ball out of the quarterback's hands the the either trajectory the height the speed all while continue to run at you know top rate of speed and have the the wherewithal to keep your inside leverage that only you can make the tackle or you can make the catch right so when you look about at the end of this play right here six foot six he's using his frame a box out technique and then it drops into the bucket uh pretty good catch and obviously catching with the hands is obviously excellent as well so you know, look, you got four plays that you get a glimpse of him doing three or four different things that are next level things. Mm -hmm. And along with the six foot six, 210, 15 pound frame, um, Nebraska fans can be excited, you know, hopefully next year, but in years to come. And as we uh, shift along to Jeremiah Charles, what we had in Ishmael Smith Flores is an experienced high school player, a guy who's played high school football his whole his whole time in high school. But now with Charles, only one season of high school football, just a really interesting, long, wiry prospect that when you watch him run around, you see like a lot of leg, right? He's, he's yeah. six, foot six uh, just a very long athlete, still learning the game. But you could tell that there's some uh, potential in here that Bob Wager likes. Yeah, I mean, look, when I first initially saw this, I thought, you know, you had it, you know, backwards where he's this guy's six foot six. But this is a special teams yeah. play right here. A long guy, long, a true six foot two. Uh, you know, there is no lying about here. He's long. He got long arms, long legs, but this is him on special teams, right? When you're only playing one year of football, you're, everything is new to you, but you're seeing what his ability to be an effective player is, uh, you know, on offense. And then obviously special teams that, uh, you know, on punt block right here where you're coming good rate of speed, he's physical to get through the, the up back here, but he's long enough to just get his hand on it and then make a huge play. And so, this is just a glimpse into his athletic ability and potential. So when you look at the two different recruits, uh, one's obviously more ready, ready, made playing, playing football pretty much obviously his whole life. And one that's just getting started. Uh, so, you know, I'd say that Charles is a little bit more of a project, 
but you see why he's a he, he's a scholarship kid and a, and a guy that they wanted to jump on quick because his it, well, first of all he's only been playing one year, but second of all his his learning curve and his zest for football you could it jumps off on tape. And here's a good example right here. You know, obviously look at those legs. You know, you, you know, you say daddy long legs. That you know, he's his yeah. gait is seventy percent legs and and thirty percent uh, you know torso. But I like the route, right? No wasted steps. A little bit of a deep sluggo route, a little, little slant and go. I like it there, right here. Sometimes these are hard catches for guys that haven't played a lot of football. They're wide open ones where it should be a guaranteed touchdown, and he catches it with his hands, right? So, and it's natural. So, look at him right here. He doesn't fight the ball. So, sometimes when you see uh, young receivers try to catch with their hands, they fight it. It doesn't look natural, right? So, this, you know, that he's a natural athlete. He's tracking the ball again. Again, he doesn't have any. Uh, defender around him but you know the ability to backpedal into the end zone lets you know what type of athlete he is catches it with two hands nonchalant uh just like every day like they used to call it a can of corn when you play uh baseball catching a pop fly so mm -hmm. you know I, I like what he what he has right here potential and the upside on him is obviously just like what Matt Rule was doing down in Baylor so you're starting to see some continuity now you got him out here on a straight nine route right and he said he sold it like kind of a you know a little bit of a I wouldn't say jog off the line of scrimmage, but to set the defensive back up in the, in the, with his rate of speed. And then once he got even, he was leaving. And so you see the separation there, right? And, and, these, and the thing that these two young men are playing against high-level competition in Texas. And so the, you're not going against kids that can't run. But I like it, the ability to sell the route as kind of a, 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 a slouch type of route. But it, he, they knew that they were going the nine route. And then ability to go from second gear to fifth gear. Mm -hmm right here and then to create the separation right the lull him to sleep and then blow right past him and, and again the catch here over the shoulder with the hands it looks natural and so this is a, these are the things that i'm sure satterfield and rule are looking at right here tracking the ball catching it with his hands that's not an easy catch right where you're catching it over your shoulder especially you're only playing one year of football and you got to think yeah you could do it in seven on seven in the off season but you got pads on and you got people watching and here's another route right here uh he's got a little bit more tighter coverage a little bit of under and, and over coverage, right? So they're double teaming him. But again, the true legit speed with this big frame, right? Blows right past. The, they're running a cover two right there. And they're they're rolling the coverage to him. A really good pass right here, but a really good catch. It's just a go route. And so what you're seeing right here, just what Matt Rule has done a lot of times in Baylor, speed on the outside, drops it in the bucket. Great catch right here. He's in a, he will eventually be in the slot right here. So you'd like to see him do a multitude of things uh, you know, we're learning the, the game of football, a little bit of under route, catching it in traffic. Uh, and then it able to get, I always say, get to that sideline, turn up the sideline and make an explosive play. We made one guy miss and got an extra couple yards of it. So I like it, the timing of it. Right. So sometimes young guys don't like running across the middle, uh, but you didn't see any break a stride. Uh, he knew that he was going to get a lot of times on these under routes, uh, especially coming from the slot, they'll throw it right after the, the right tackle there see that so they so you're running away from the defender and now you're able to get to the corner and they want you to get to the numbers and you expect a good block out there by the outside receiver yeah so you can get an explosive play so i like it right here where he's uh again catching it with his hands looks effortless effortless, effortless and then also uh uh the speed and the run after the catch is probably was really really exciting for the coaching staff absolutely and that um that um gate that you talked about maybe with maybe with this just his his strides his long right. strides he was a track and field and basketball guy before football right. he was a, a triple jumper is was his kind of main 
main um, event in track. And this just looks like a triple jumper starting his motion uh, right. to the board where he's where he's going, where he starts out with these long, long strides, strides right. hits 60 right like right away, right at right at some point where he's ready to launch. So you see a lot of um, different, you know, sports and different right. um, things that he's been taught his whole life. If you watch his highlights in basketball jeremiah charles is a bunny he is jumping right. everywhere he he his second his second jump after the main first one is very quick which you right. would like to see with with um athletes so um look i mean yeah i i totally agree with you jay jeremiah charles might be a guy um who, who needs to be developed and it might be a few right. seasons before we see him but again this is he fits the rule profile of maybe a guy who possesses traits that others don't and and needs a lot of uh, development in other areas. Right. Rule's going to take those guys every every time, and and um, he believes in his and his staff's ability to develop them. Yeah, I mean he's got you know a lot to work with already, and it's just experience and learning the nuances of playing receiver. And so when you see this long strides, you know he it doesn't really hurt him when you're facing off coverage, what he faced a lot, right? Because they're scared of his speed. So all he needs to get better at is the initial route running is press coverage against press coverage that actually zone or man. And those are just come from experience of being in practice and, and learning from others as well. So, um, but you know, what he has, what is God given ability to get off the ground quick. Uh, he's a multi-sport athlete, so he's competitive. Uh, you, when you have a guy that's really good at triple jump and long jump, you have to be self-motivated so that, you know, you're, you, you know, what he's made of is he's going to go and work extra to be the, you know, the best he can be. And so, you know, what Matt Rule is doing is upping the athletes in that room and the competition to go with it. And so he fits right into what he's done in the past and what he's going to hopefully do here year year in and year out at Nebraska. Absolutely. So uh, just to recap, Ismail uh, Smith-Flores and Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah Charles, they were the 23rd and 24th members of the 2023 class. There was some more action in that class later, and we'll have that for another Inside Nebraska um, Blackshirt breakdown for you later. But for now, that was Ishmael Smith-Flores and that was Jeremiah Charles. For Jay Foreman, I am Steve Marek and we will catch you guys later.